you know, if you look at the age-old gurus, they were also looking at helping you lead a better life. Today's life coaches and new age gurus are also helping you do the same. But we have, uh, you know, scriptures that help us. But how can we make these scriptures relevant to today's generation? You know, one has to one has to just understand what the scriptures are saying. So it's almost like asking, uh, how can we make the, the Pythagoras theorem relevant to today's generation? The Pythagoras theorem is about something that's not going to change. As long as time is there, as long as squares and triangles are there, a square plus b square will remain c square. So it's not something time bound. It's not uh, something that can get outdated. So, uh, so you see, the scriptures are actually timeless. And uh, I'm not referring to every storybook that, uh, that has come to carry the name of being a religious scripture. No, I'm not referring to storybooks and books of beliefs and books of superstitions and, and uh, all those things. I'm referring to the few pure core scriptures that do not contain nonsense, that do not uh, contain things to entertain you, to, to feed your mind and to you know feel happy or, uh, or in, in, indeed uh, xenophobic about. Not the kind of scriptures that make you feel that uh, you particular you particularly have uh, one kind of religion and that is a supreme religion. No, I'm not referring to that. I'm referring to core spiritual texts. Those core spiritual texts, they address something that's not going to change. It's like, it's like asking how can we make uh, the Pythagoras theorem relevant today? The thing is, as long as there is time, there would be squares and triangles and A square plus B square will be C square. You don't have to again make it relevant today. You don't have to rediscover Newton's laws or Pythagoras theorem. They are there because they are stating a particular fact. Now the fact of the objective material universe is squares and triangles and circles and all kinds of geometries. Similarly, the fact of the inner universe is unfulfillment, discontentment, fear, greed, jealousy, comparison, lust, ignorance, loneliness, all kinds of neurosis. That's within. Now, that has not become outdated. If you look at man as he was 5,000 years back or 10,000 years back, and if you look at man as he is today, what has changed internally? Nothing. Nothing. Externally, our conditions have changed. Externally, today we have more knowledge, more technology, more prosperity, more power. But internally, are we not much the same as the caveman? You know? Are we not psyched out? Do we not seek superiority? 
Are we not territorial? Are we not possessive? Are we not ignorant? We are exactly as we were several thousand years back in the internal sense. Therefore, the scriptures continue to be as relevant today as they were a thousand years back. And the thing is that our internal state is not going to change very rapidly even 2000 years from now. That is, if we survive these 2000 years, which is unlikely given the kind of treatment we give to our scriptures. So the scriptures will continue to be relevant. And in some sense, the religious scriptures are the only books that will have timeless relevance. Because everything else will change. You see, the polity of the Middle Ages is not relevant today. Hmm? The science of 14th century hardly has any relevance today. The, in fact, the, the deeper you go into the atom, you find even Newton is losing relevance. So all other things will lose relevance, become outdated, and will start belonging to the museum. But the scriptures are never going to belong to the museum. Because every child, every new birth is born from absolutely the same place Somebody was born 5,000 years back. You take the newborn today and you take the newborn you know, three centuries back. They are exactly the same. Since they are exactly the same, after, after they are born, then they will be clothed differently, fed differently, uh, educated differently and all those things. That's all right. But internally, they are just the same. So you require the scriptures always. If the current generation is not uh, very fond of the scriptures, it's not because the scriptures have become outdated. It is because uh, the scriptures have uh, become unfashionable. They have gone out of fashion, not out of date. Now, fashion is something man-made. And, and, and fashions and trends are within our control. They can be changed, they must be changed. It has to be turned cool to be reading, for example, the Ashtavakar Gita. You know, a youngster uh, sitting in, in the college lawns with a copy of the Ashtavakar Gita must become a symbol of coolness. That youngster must be able to uh, put that pic on his Instagram profile with pride. You see, this is what I'm carrying. And this is the coolest book you can ever read. And if the Ashtavakar Gita does not become the coolest book you can ever read, then you will have a deluge of all kinds of nonsensical self-help books. The entire self-help space exists just 
because we are missing the ashtavakra gita and when i say ashtavakra gita i'm i'm using that title as a representative of all the worthy scriptures i could have as well uh, taken uh, any other name any other title so and when and when those things are brought to the youngsters they are bound to uh, to to take them favorably even fall in love with what uh, anastavakra is saying because what anastavakra is saying is not just something that you have to respect by way of custom what anastavakra is saying is practically very very useful right now and that's the reason one is bound to be mesmerized one is bound to be to be enchanted by the verses it says that a, a wrong kind of culture has been created the trend has to be set right the trend has to be set right and uh, uh, those who can see that something has to be set right must then work for it that's an obligation fall that falls on them so that's what we are also trying to do to bring the scriptures to today's age and the young audience 